Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm chatting about women who run with the wolves. Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. Today's podcast is brought to you by my Divine Body Wisdom Program. This program is my favorite program I've ever created. It's a six-month program, and we're diving deep. This is for people who have struggled with jumping from diet to diet and workout program to workout program just to maybe get that initial results and then end up going right back into old habits. The one thing that a lot of these programs don't do is help you change your habits. And this is what I'm aiming to do because I'm combining my wisdom from Ayurveda, my fitness knowledge, as well as my yoga philosophy knowledge and yoga in general. And we're going to combine it all into this amazing program that is going to be an online component as well as some group coaching aspects. So you're not going to be doing this alone. We're going to be doing it together as a group, as I know that's a huge part of people achieving results is that accountability piece. So if you want to check out the Divine Body Wisdom program, head over to andreaclausen.com backslash Divine Body Wisdom and learn how to deepen your health goals and to truly trust yourself again to make the best health decisions for you. Welcome. I'm so excited that you guys are here and we are chatting about one of my favorite all-time books and I had just finished it in the last couple months and so I wanted to share a little bit about it. So first off, before we get started there, have you guys joined Divine Body Wisdom yet? That is my newest program. It's a six-month program, and it's it's amazing. Like, I cannot wait to get started with these women. So we officially launch on May 7th, but you guys can join through May 2nd. So we're going to kind of introduce ourselves in our Facebook group, and we are going to kind of get situated. So it's a group coaching program along with components of um, private coaching if you guys want to join the elite level. So I have a couple levels with this, and... Uh, it, it's amazing. Like this is going to be the thing that helps take your fitness goals to the next level because you're in charge of your own goals. You're in charge of um, painting your own roadmap. I'm just kind of giving you guys the tools on how to get there. And so to build more confidence in um, actually reaching your fitness goals and making those habits stick. Cause that's at the end of the day, what it's all about is how can we make the health habits stick for you? And so that's not just a fleeting, you know, you know, kind of flash in the pan. Like this is going to be something that's a lifelong um, routine. So if you guys haven't already go to andreaclausen.com backslash divine body wisdom, um, to learn more information there. So without further ado, let's chat about my favorite book or one of them. So women who run with the wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. It's, it's really, really good. Um, this is a book that is, I think that it should be a must read for anyone who is at least of college age. I feel like high schoolers, this would, this would have went over my head, to be honest, <laughs> when in high school. So I'm assuming most high school girls aren't going to be able to totally grasp some of these messages, but I feel like junior and senior year in college, you're going to start to be like, okay, I can kind of, I can see this. There's some um, folk tales in there as well as some just, these folk tales are like lingered, I would say, like just kind of interwoven with just knowledge that I think that the more we experience life, the more that we can see these tales are told with a purpose. And um, the, a lot of them have been pa passed down, so they're like myths and stories um, who have been passed down for generations. And so with that, we used to tell stories as our way to communicate and connect with others. And um, that's, you know, some of them obviously have been translated. 
maybe differently than other versions. So it talks a little bit about that in there as well. So I want to talk about some of the lessons that I learned to kind of help you give you guys an idea of some of this deep, deep wisdom that's in there. So one of the things that um, my first kind of takeaway was how often do we get trapped in our lives? All right. So I'm just going to kind of let that sink in. So we get stuck in jobs that we don't like, but we need them for the money. We get stuck with friends that maybe no longer serve us, but we feel like, well, without those people, we're not going to have any friends. We get stuck in cycles of repeating the same old bad habits that take us back to where we were trying to leave. So those are all those little traps that are kind of set out in our lives. And I think many of us just even reflecting right now, like, okay, how have I seen that in my own life? You know, I've had all of those. Um, think I was maybe not the job. I haven't really, cause I usually will, I'm one who, if I don't like the job, like I worked for a few years. I don't even know how many, not very many before I started my own business. So I've had my own business now since 2012. And so, uh, maybe for six years I had a boss and I actually didn't have any issues at any of those jobs, but I can see how a lot of my, and I never worked in corporate. So I'll preface with there. I always had a job where I was a sixth grade teacher. I was working in gyms. Um, and that was pretty much what I had. So I was always active on my feet going. So it fit my personality, but I can see many people who get stuck in the job because they're like, wow, this, it pays well. Like that's how many times we come back to is it pays well. I get insurance. I've heard that from so many people. It's like, I get my health insurance, um, from my job. And when we think about that, we're like, okay, but if that's really not what you want to be doing and it's kind of a trap and we're really getting our soul sucked out of us every time we go to this job, is it really the job for you? You know, is it really at the day, is the money worth it? You know, and that's something that I can't answer for you. You have to answer for yourself and you usually will know. So if you were like, yes, it is great. If you're like, you know what? No, it's not worth it. And you just get this ping right in this pit of your stomach that's when you know it's not, it's not a good trade away. Like it's just, you're trading your life away for something that's just maybe sustaining you and not really thriving. So paying attention to those things, you know, the same with friends. So I've had friends that I've had to leave relationships that were no longer serving me. And it was hard. Like it's not easy to do that and to kind of start separating yourself from the people who, you know, that's not the life path that you want to be on. Um, and then the same thing with repeating old habits that no longer serve us. Oh my goodness. I've had so many that I've had to break. Um, one of the ones recently that I finally broke was, um, having a glass or two of wine on a Friday and Saturday night. Like I just would do that every Friday and Saturday night. Well, I would say almost every Friday and Saturday night for the past couple of years. And it was just out of habit. And really, it was not serving me. And so I finally kind of busted out of it because I just was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like how I feel the next morning. And I usually was just sitting there by myself on a Friday night because my husband was still working. And it was just me releasing from the week because I didn't have enough alone time or time to myself during the week. So I felt like that was the only time I had to just release. So once I discovered that, I was like, I got to build in some more me time. So I don't feel the need to do this. So that was one way that I kind of trapped myself in my life. And so I've done that. And I have not even felt compelled to do that on a Friday and Saturday night. You know, I buy a kombucha and I'll have that, um, you know, either on a Friday or Saturday night. And that fulfills me, you know, even more so. 
So those are the little things that we have to kind of work on is noticing what habits are no longer serving us. So there's so many traps that are set up to kind of keep us in our boxes instead of to be free, to be that person that is just calling your name. So you know that inner girl that tells you to wear that beautiful dress, even though you're going to look quote unquote different than the others at the party or the inner girl who tells you to quit that job and start doing what you love or to leave that toxic relationship, whether it be a romantic one or just a friend like that is that inner girl, that inner knowing we, we all have it. And it's, you know, the matter of slowing down and listening to her, you know, saying, you know what? I don't care if I'm going to look a little quote unquote different. This is what I want to wear. This is what my soul is calling me to wear. And, um, you know, having the courage to do that, to let out you truly to let you out, it's hard and it does take time. It does take practice. It does take work. Um, I know that I personally, I, again, I've probably, I, for whatever reason, when I was growing up, I was that person. I wore hot pink you know, hot pink shirt, hot pink pants, and hot pink shoes to school all the time. People called me Pepto-Bismol. They made fun of me. For whatever reason, I didn't care. I don't know if it was just growing up on the farm. None of that phased me whatsoever. And I thought it was funny. So I would always just wear this pink outfit probably once every other week to school. Now, my boyfriend thought it was ridiculous, but needless to say, I didn't care. I still did it. Um, then I started wearing my dad's old corduroy pants. So my dad, my dad's a tiny guy. And so I wore his pants to school and, uh, again, didn't care. Like people were like wearing your dad's old pants that he wore when he was in high school. I'm like, I know, isn't that awesome? They're like in style. So I had my own little style. So that is that inner me where I really don't, I don't care what others think. Well, suddenly that shifted. Like I started wearing um, these kind of collared dry fit polo shirts when I started my business because I thought I needed to quote unquote look professional. And that's what to me professional looked like. And um, that's not my style like whatsoever. Like those, I actually got rid of all of those shirts because I was just like, these are really not cute. Um, and that I'm more, I'm much more hippie. I'm much more free flowing. And so to let that back out of me again was, has been huge. I mean, it's been a two year process of me being like, you know what, if I want to wear a shirt that has like the peace sign or that has, um, hearts on it or all of the stuff that I would probably have used to wear, you know, in high school, like I'm bringing that back out again. Cause that is me at my core. And I think some of us have also, we have that inside of us that we're like, gosh, I wish I would do that again. Do it. Like, I feel like we need permission, you know, from others to say it is okay. Do it. That's why this book I think really resonated too, is just reminders of I'm not the only one who feels this way. I'm not the only one who feels trapped in certain areas of my life and reminders to let yourself be free. Cause ultimately you're probably just trapping yourself. It's not someone else who's doing it most of the time. Um, the next kind of key takeaway was to make the next evolution of your inner wild woman. You have to make bold moves. I'm going to say it again to make the next evolution of your inner wild woman. You have to make bold moves. So to me, that means just again, going for it. Like maybe it is the job. Maybe it is a relationship. Maybe it is just changing the way you wear your hair or getting that tattoo or, um, you know, getting that piercing. Maybe it's that, like, what is it that you're like, gosh, that's what I need to do. Like that is my next bold move. 
Like I, I want that. Like for me, I do. I want a tattoo. I know what I want. I just have to do it. Like I know I have it all like mapped out. Like to me, I literally am like my husband and I, cause he has like three tattoos already, but he wants to get another one. So I'm like, okay, that'll be a date night. Like we'll just go get our tattoos. And so like, that's what I, I mean, it's those little things where you're like, it keeps kind of poking at you and you're like, you totally know you want this. Just go do it. Be you like be that next bold version of yourself in whatever form that looks like. All right. The next thing, this one I think is huge. I mean, it was really something that I found myself doing. Are you living for the next party for that next holiday for the next weekend? You know, that's something that I feel so many of us fall into. Like I, you know, I used to do this all the time. Like when is the next holiday? When is the next big thing? Like life was, I don't want to say meaningless, but it was like a mundane. It was just the mundane in-betweens, whatever it was. And for me, you know, in my young 20s, it was the weekend, like basically Thursday, Thursday through Sunday. I knew I was going to have a good time. And it was just those few days in between that I'm like, eh, I'll get by. So what is it for you? What is that thing that you're like, am I living for the next holiday? for every weekend, you know, for every Wednesday, maybe whatever that is. And just noticing why, you know, what's stopping you from living every day like that. And not if you're going out and partying, that's probably not a good thing to be doing every day, but noticing how can I bring that feeling that I'm looking for into my life on a daily basis? Because ultimately that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that feeling of whatever it is you've been anticipating. So how can you bring that more into your life? And then noticing, well, we'll start doing that. I would, I would do that, Andrea, but, and then you throw out an excuse to me. I would love to do that, but, and that's when you know, okay, we have to analyze that. But what, what is it? What, what excuse are you, you know, kind of harboring in your mind? Like, honestly, for me, like, I'll just go back to that tattoo, um, you know, like, but I need to get a babysitter. Well, could I bring my son to the tattoo parlor? I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up. But maybe I could. Or can we just like maybe, hey, hubby, watch watch Jalen. I'm going to go out and get a tattoo. Like, could I even do that? Yes. Like, those are those little butts that are keeping us stuck. You know, like that was a really, you know, small example. But there's a lot of other bigger examples in your life that you could be doing the same thing from. You know, maybe to you, you're thinking, I will leave my job but I need to be making, uh, an extra, I don't know, three grand a month, whatever number you've situated or, but I need to figure out what I'm going to do about my health care, whatever thing that you're kind of using as that excuse, kind of look at that and say, okay, is it worth it? You know, am I, is it worth to be kind of trapped or stuck? And again, it, it depends, depends on what you really want out of life. And you really have to be clear on that. And then the next and um, final thing that I'm going to talk about today is you don't need to start at the end, but noticing what small changes can you make this week to step into the next evolution of you. So that's the other thing. We don't have to be at that finished product. We're never going to be at that finished product. And if you ever make it to that finished product, you probably have more work to do. There's always going to be a next evolution to go to, and it's going to look different. And if we try to map every evolution out, you know, for our entire lives, A, that's really controlling, but B, 
you're not giving in. You're not letting go. Because what if there's an evolution that you missed the turn on because you were so focused on getting to this direction because this was the final piece? So those are the things that I would challenge you with is what little changes can you make that are going to lead to that next evolution of you? So what could that look like in your life? And for me, maybe it is. Maybe it's that tattoo that's going to be the start of a next evolution of myself. You know, maybe that is a, a small little piece that will help put pieces together. You know, that's how we have to start looking at some of these things. You know, maybe it's you wearing your hair differently. And you're like, that is the small piece that is going to help start me to maybe making a different outfit, you know, choice in the morning. You know, maybe shopping at a different store. You know, maybe it is those little things that you start to notice, okay, they really are adding up. I'm wearing different earrings. Um, I just feel different about myself. So those little changes, don't overlook them because they will add up to those big evolutions. Just it takes time, just like anything. Everything takes time and just the patience to sit with it, just be with it. All right, so that's what I have, you guys. This book is so amazing. I mean, that was just a tiny little iceberg of this book because it is a large, gosh, I think there, yeah, there's around 500 pages and it's a small print. So it's a big book, but it's got just such rich meaning. Um, So my challenge to you this week is to read it, read women who run with the wolves. Um, And you can find that at any, you know, Amazon or bookstore, I'm sure, or at the library, I'm sure they have a copy because it's, it's an older book. It's been out for years, but it still has meaning, which that should show you something that this book still has relevance. I mean, what, 30 years later? I mean, that's pretty, it's pretty amazing. All right. So that's what I have really go out and read it if you haven't already. And, um, get in touch with me. Let me know how you enjoy it and what your favorite takeaway is um, of women who run with wolves. All right. Thank you guys so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.